grandfather doesn't judge. He loves. That's what experience does. He's watched so many seasons come and go, seen stories written and heard them retold. Witness dynasties rise up and fall down. He can't be surprised because he's been around for a long, long time. But he would be pleased to see his legacy carried on, his traditions followed, his name spoken with respect, even awe. To visit him is a childhood dream. To honor him is a calling. He knows how much this trip means to you. He also knows victory's thrill and the sting of defeat will fade. So he doesn't care if you win or lose. Just try your best and let fate do the rest. And when it's over, with a knowing smile, he'll nod your way as if to say, you will always remember the day you played in the granddaddy of them all. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 15 Minute You and Happy New Year. At this time of year, we're better known as Bull Minute You. This is the official college football podcast of your morning commute. I'm Matt Wazork. That's my brother, Evan. Moving sucks. I hate it. Moving sucks. <laughs> we are here on more positive terms to discuss, yes, the granddaddy of them all, the Rose Bowl. We'll I'll spend a little bit of time talking about the Sugar Bowl. This season, these two games will make up the college football playoff semifinals. Evan, let's start with the 5 o'clock game, the Rose Bowl, the granddaddy which features number two, Oklahoma, versus number three, Georgia. Oklahoma's coming into the game as a two-and-a-half-point favorite, over-under of 60-and-a-half. Where are you at on the Rose Bowl? I'm very excited for the Rose Bowl. I think this is going to be one of the better ones in recent history. I agree Oklahoma should be the favorite. I kind of like that over-under. I would, like, almost even. I would almost be on that. Maybe upwards of 65, but... I think that's about right. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not really down with Oklahoma being favored by two and a half. I am putting them at three to three to seven. Wow. Which, like, gun to my head, I'm going to say by seven. Um, wow. Shade. Key, yeah. I think the key matchup is going to be Georgia's defensive front seven, which I think is very good, don't get me wrong, against Oklahoma's offensive line and Baker Mayfield. Um, and how long can that line hold them off? And if they can't hold him off, how well can Baker Mayfield, you know, use his feet to extend plays, not necessarily to run, although he's always a running threat, mm-hmm. but use his feet to extend the play and, you know, find an open receiver to turn what, you know, could have been a five-yard gain into, you know, a 12-yard gain. Okay. Um, and in that scenario, I just, I just like Baker. I'm very impressed by everything they've done this season. And, yeah, I'm going Sooners by seven. What are your thoughts? That's bold, son. Those are my thoughts by seven. Holy moly. So, I, I I also like the Sooners. I would take the Sooners outright. Give Georgia two and a half if you want. I would still take Sooners. Uh, I'm weary about taking the over in this game. Uh, sixty over sixty and a half points. Fromm's done an amazing job stepping in this season. Who really developed into uh, an elite college quarterback. I, Top 10 quarterback, in my opinion. The only problem is you you are going up against the best quarterback in the NCAA. Baker Mayfield, not only has he been just a a character and emotional leader for the Sooners, stats-wise, though, holy cow. 
over 4,300 yards, 41 touchdowns to five picks. 41 yeah. touchdowns. That, that, it, it's a, the good. way in which the Oklahoma good. offense moves is absurd. The thing about Oklahoma, though, their defense has been a little suspect sometimes this year. Agree. They give up 52 points to Oklahoma State. I don't know what to make of the fact that Georgia lost to Auburn on November 11th. Not, not, not in a competitive game. 40 yeah. to 17. Now, at the Plains, okay, fine. And then what I liked was that they came back in the SEC championship game, had a better game prep, were ready to go, took it home, in also a decisive manner, 28 to 7, right? Mm-hmm. Alternatively, though, Oklahoma, it is very difficult to beat a team two times in one season. Agreed. Okay. TCU, who was ranked number six when they played TCU on the 11th, they beat them 38 to 20. Then played them again in the in the Big 12 number one versus number two game in the yeah. awkward non-championship championship. Then they beat them even more handily, 41 17. So I so you're like game prep, okay? Georgia rebounded, but so did Oklahoma. And so I like the momentum that Lincoln Riley has going forward. I think. Hands down, Baker Mayfield's the best player in college football. So Agreed. for both of those reasons, I, I think what you're saying is super bold about the three points not being enough to beat Oklahoma. What do you make of the of Baker Mayfield being sick? Yeah, so that's the one like, ugh, how worried you know, how bold of a statement did I just make with him being sick? And I would say I the reason I'm not too too concerned about it is uh, he's still been practicing right he didn't right go to Disney World he didn't do what I mean they had some event at like a steakhouse he didn't do that I would be very concerned if he wasn't at practice but, but Evan does the media go to practice uh I don't I generally don't know the answer to that question so like but if if, if the Oklahoma staff is saying he went to practice like I can go to oh, practice in Oklahoma hoodie and sweatpants and like I went to practice I no 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 I've seen clips of him throwing now. To your point, are they at all practices? Are they yeah. at full practices? I don't know that. But I've seen him in pads throwing down there. Uh, I think he has a Jordan game. A Jordan Colt flu game. Yeah, I was, and I was also going to say, um, it's not like an injury. You know, right, I mean, right, like, right, right, right. If you hurt your leg, you might not be able to play. If you got the flu, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, I probably couldn't play in the role yeah. with the flu. I can't do well, anything. Well, but it's not until Monday. He got the flu yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like, you could rest today and tomorrow Great. and Sunday, and Great. if it's Monday at five, yeah, plenty of time. Take the Nyquil, Baker. Go to <laughs> I think gr- another thing, though, just to make this not entirely the Baker show, although I, the game might turn into that. Um, you know, you mentioned Fromm being a top five quarterback, and I do think that's true. His top ten, I said top ten. Top ten, excuse me. Yeah, top ten. His production is not comparable to make Baker. Which no, I'm not, I'm not knocking the guy for it. But he is a freshman. Agree. So we'll see how he responds to that. But also, where Oklahoma's defense is good is against the run. So my mm-hmm. concern is, like, what if Jake Fromm starts panicking and they need to rely on Chubb? And that this is where you're coming up with your seven points. where Oklahoma is good at. So okay. That's, that's we'll point. see. So later that evening, Evan, they're going to play the Sugar Bowl. That they are. New Orleans, Louisiana. Number one, Clemson, versus number four, Alabama. 8.45 p.m. Clemson is favored by three points. The over-under in this game, 
far less than the Rose Bowl, coming in at 47 points. What's your take on the Sugar? Uh, also excited for this game. Think it will be competitive. I also kind of like that over-under. Gun to my head, I think it's a little bit high, but both the... So you're going uh, under. I would go under, but not by much. Like, I, I might put it at, like, the 43 to 45 range. I will be surprised. To me, 47 means one of the teams is going to score 24 and above. I, I don't know if that's going to happen. Because um, both the offenses are just kind of meh. Like, I, I don't think the offenses are that great in this game. I, the Ds are almost equal. The defenses are almost equal. Alabama's a little bit better from, like, a total yards, passing yards, rushing yards allowed perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're in those categories. They're 2, 7, and 3, respectively. But Clemson's is right behind them. Uh, Clemson is also more efficient on third down. They also average more sacks per game. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I'd say D's almost equal. So then you really come down to the offenses, and, you know, who am I going to trust more, Bryant or Hurt, Jalen Hurts? And that answer is Jalen Hurts. I mean, Bryant has, Bryant has been a, a surprise, and I think he's great. And I, you know, any team would be happy to have him. But I think, one, experience counts for a little bit. Yep. Hurts is no longer a freshman. And like his playmaking abilities more than Bryce. So are you rolling tide? I'm rolling tide. Roll, roll tide. Shout out Andrew Underwood. I can't. Former roommate, tide alumni. I can't believe. Tide fan, not alumni. I can't believe that we agree on this. We agree. How about that? We agreed on some bowls, not many. But we didn't talk about this before we started the pod. I, I'm taking. I'm rolling Fair. Oklahoma and and tide. Uh, yeah, Hurts and Kelly. I, I like Kelly Bryant a lot. You just can't ignore the fact that Jalen Hurts has one pick, and yeah. he didn't throw a pick in like the last five games of uh, twenty sixteen. So mm-hmm. doesn't turn the ball over. Clemson is gonna have to score on their own. I don't think Alabama is gonna hand it out to them. Let's yeah. back up to Alabama's defense, though. What do you make of the injuries at linebacker for Alabama, as well as the fact? That for the second year in a row, an Alabama coordinator is taking a head coaching job elsewhere. Jeremy Pruitt is coaching the Sugar Bowl, although he is also currently the head coach at Tennessee. Yeah, so, I mean, one, the injuries. To be concerned, I I don't know, part of me is like something is in the water down in Tuscaloosa and like they're going to be fine. They just Mm -hmm. replace them Mm -hmm. and those boys grow big. So I'm, I'm not too, too concerned, although, I mean, we'll see. Could be a weakness at the linebacking core. To mm-hmm. the Jerry, Jeremy Pruitt point, I don't think this is going to be a repeat of, you know, lane kick. There's only one lane. No, I mean, yeah. One, there's only one lane. And two, Sam is more of a defensive guy. So I think a departure at defensive coordinator is less impactful on Alabama squad than a defensive coordinator departing. If for no reason that I... I've never met Nick Saban. Yeah. I don't know him personally. If I had to bet the money in my bank account, though, I bet he spends 75% of his time with his defense. So He's just a defensive guy. Right. So I, I don't think that loss can be. Part of me is on this thing where they're, Nick Saban just literally is Voldemort, and you, you can't get away from him. I, I, I don't know how to explain the Auburn game. I really don't. Other than he struggles for some reason at the Plains more than anywhere else in college football. And I don't want to be the fool that is like, there's a new regime in town. Like, are you really going to doubt Nick Saban? Come on, guy. Speaking of Alabama defensive coordinators, ESPN read a headline this morning 
that read something along the lines of Saban created his own I saw that. Self. Did Nick Ed- Saban just create the, another Nick Saban? Yeah, what's your, what's your reaction to that? Uh, and that was for Dan Mullen, right? I didn't no, Kirby Smart. Read. Oh, Kirby Smart. I didn't read the article. I just saw the headline. Um, I don't know. Uh, Kirby Smart's had a lot of success. So we'll see. I'm not really There sure is Saban. only one Nick Saban. There's, nope. <laughs> I said, just said, I'm not going to call a guy Nick Saban until he's had the success that Nick Saban has. I wasn't cutting you off. I was trying to cut ESPN off in that, like, guys, 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 there's just one. There's just one. I am super hyped. I hope everybody has great plans to tune in New Year's Day. I, we have some serious, serious blue bloods. I don't like to throw shade at Washington, but I'm gonna. Well, it, we're calling Clemson a blue blood. Hang on. Yeah. I, I, I am. I am. I'm not. I think Clemson's a great program. You've been in the last three playoffs, and you won the natty. The newest blue blood I can call is Florida State. Clemson. Newest? They've been to 41 straight bowl games. This year with a serious asterisk. I have no idea how they were still allowed in. It's not a new blue blood, though. I don't know if Florida State got blue blood status till the 1990s. Okay. And I don't know if Clemson's going to get blue That was, blood hey, yo, dude, yo, dude, yo, son, yo, son, yo, son. 1990s, that was 20 years ago. 1997 was 20 years ago. Hashtag Michigan. Hashtag Charles Woodson. I understand. <laughs> 20 years. I'm just saying. That's what I'm saying. Well, you're to 41. Clemson's going to need to win for a little bit longer for me to consider them a blue blood. They have two national titles. They've been to the last three college football playoffs. It's, what? Great what? recent success. Great recent success. Uh, all right. You need sustained success over decades. Before we go tonight, we are going to call 15-minute girlfriend and see if she answers she was at a Northwestern Kentucky watch party in D.C. at Blackfin today, the uh, home of the Northwestern um, Northwestern Bar. She will either Blackfin, huh? she will either break, there a few times. break up with me or not answer. So, <laughs> Dana, I got your speakerphone, my wife. <laughs> Shout out, Entourage. Shout out. TV show that could not be made in today's climate. Oh my god, no. Right? She did text me at the beginning of the pod. She's going to bed, so it's possible. Actually, ballers is getting married, so I don't know why. Worst. Alright, so 15-minute girlfriend is out. We have no commentary on the Northwestern game, although we both took the Big Ten. Roll Big Ten. Go Big Ten. Thank God. Thank you so much for tuning in to this special edition of Bull Minute U. Hope everyone enjoys the semis this weekend and enjoys college football while it lasts. As we record this, USC is just getting shredded by Ohio State. Don't know how I feel about that, but... You don't know? What? 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 Well, like, do I want Ohio State to win? I don't know. I tell you, if there are two SEC teams in the national championship game, I'm going to bury my head in the sand. Hide from the world. No. Ohio State should be in the playoff. I hope they drill USC. Go Bucks. On that note, remember, you can find us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, app, Google Play, or else you get your fine podcast. Also, remember to look out for our new partnership podcast with theathletesguide.com, appropriately titled The Athletes Guide Podcast. Remember to hit subscribe on both of those podcasts when you go download them. Just remember, folks, don't pick them like my brother. Happy New Year, everyone. Don't pick them like my brother. venues in American sport, the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California.
It's presented by Northwestern Mutual. Back in 1902, Stanford played in the very first Rose Bowl game. Now they're back for the 15th time.